We are Memphis Wrestling. Join us live April 16th. Memphis Wrestling goes all elite. AEW coach and wrestling legend Jerry Lynn is coming to Memphis Wrestling. Plus, it's the return of James Ellsworth. Reserve your seat today, Saturday, April 29th. Memphis Wrestling tag teams with the Strayhorn Band Boosters for a huge fundraiser benefiting the Strayhorn Band. Catch the Gun Show, Mackenzie Morgan, Derek King, Nix, The Boz, and more. Friday, May 5th, Memphis Wrestling is headed to West Carroll High School, benefiting the football squad. Sunday, May 7th, Memphis Wrestling is live at the Wrestle Center for live television taping. All tickets are on sale now. Get yours right now at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. ArizonaBayCoffee.com. That's ArizonaBayCoffee.com as a sponsor of Shooting the Shiznit. That's right. We now have a coffee blend. A coffee blend on ArizonaBayCoffee.com. Morning Shiznit is a medium roast coffee that is designed to get you up and moving early in the morning. That's right, before you do anything else, you will need your morning shiznit. After the first cup or your last cup of the day, remember that you make sure to say, love my mama. Go to ArizonaBayCoffee.com today. Free shipping to all listeners at FTSPod.club. Just a quick reminder, subscriber of $5, $7, or $10 at www.patreon.com slash shooting the shiznit without a G. That's right, shooting the shiznit without a G. This episode is also brought to you by SpunkLoop.com. Remember when you're getting funky like a monkey, if you know what I mean, use Spunky. That's right. Go to www.SpunkLoop.com and tell them STS Pod sent you. We can all help prevent suicide. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress and also prevention and crisis resources for you and your loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255. Four, three, two, one. Are we doing this? Wait for it. Wait for it. Pow! <laughs> it's time for What the Fuck. Every first episode of the month, Brian and Lance look over the crazy wrestling and MMA stories of the month. 
Welcome, what the fuckers, what the fuck buddies, what the fucking ears, what the fuck nicks, what the fuck yourselves, what the fuck nuts, and whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. That's right, guys. This is what the fuck for it. Wait for it. Here's Brian and Lance. Studios in Jonesboro, Arkansas. This is an stspod.club production. My name's BT, and this guy right over here, he, he man, he used to make the best predictions. Weather, baseball games, wrestling results, every time he made one, it came true. I would say, Lance, you called it. But guys, he had to stop doing it. Because you know why? He was scared he was making things happen. Yeah, that's right. Making things happen by him just saying it. Because he's from Chicago, the home of the best damn pizza in the world, the snark of excellence, my partner in crime, your friend and mine, Lance Levine. How the hell are you, Lance? I'm not afraid I'm making things happen. I am making things happen. Woo! So... We are here in the Blackout Cake Studios, Oreo Studios today. Blackout Cake, I highly recommend these. These are an A-I-O-U. Yeah, I'll give them a U. They're very good. Do you know what Blackout Cake is? It's not a racial thing. Uh, No, I really don't. I've never had it, I don't think. It is chocolate layer cake, but it's layers of pudding in between the layers of the cake. That sounds good. I've never had one of those. Never. I know. Yeah, I hadn't either, so that's what Blackout came Hey, we need to get Mama to make one of those for us. I bet Mama would. I love Mama. M-A-M-A, love her. All right, here we go. Let me go through some stuff. Go to STS Pod. We got some business. You got business? STSPod.club, right-hand corner. Join Patreon today so Lance can have his pork and beans. This is episode 701, 701, 140 of Cool Kids Countdown. Lance, I'm going to say some crazy numbers here, and it sounds like I'm lying out my ass, but I'm really not. We had an increase from last March, 921%. Uh, I know this might surprise you, but we kind of broke the world, our record, our month record. Uh, five hundred world record. Yeah. Yes. Our 520% increase from last year, and get this, nice. we have 92% more plays this year than we did the whole year 2022 the person helps with numbers told me i have to say plays that still listens i've been saying listens but it's plays if someone played played it on uh, memphis wrestling youtube my youtube anywhere they played the clip or listened to our podcast we're 92 percent thank you thank you thank you lance and i can do it and all these new nice. people that's joining Absolutely. us for the ride, they, Lance, they got to join Patreon. Gosh, it's $5. Come on, come on, come on. Uh, so, Lance, you want to know the top three episodes from last month, as I always do. Episode well, nine. Why don't you hit me with those? Six, nine, six. Let me say that right. Six, nine, six. The AEW <laughs> draft was number three. Number two was the WTF news desk. You say, what the hell? Number two? Whoa. Well, number, number two, one and number, number two. one was 
689. It was the AEW Dynamite Revolution, number one overall. And Lance, I've told you this before. You know, if we ever, if I ever quit that uh, doing rolling into info, I don't think I will. But if I do, we're going to have to start doing AEW every week because everybody loves our AEW. Uh, and they like to fuss with us about it, too. Uh, a quick shout out to Tony G, Mary C, and Away. That was the name that the person gave. They are new listeners. Away. And also, we had listens or plays, I'm sorry, plays from 22 different countries. 22 different countries, Lance. Germany we being one of the get top. Botswana? I want Botswana. We have not that's got Botswana yet. I, I think uh, that's only a P3 radio thing. P3 radio. <laughs> I did. There me. was no I big fan. That too. <laughs> yep, yep. There's no big fanfare going on with episode 700, but I do want to spend just a minute talking about it. We didn't do anything special because, well, I was too busy. And with WrestleMania weekend, <laughs> we just went with episode yeah. 700 on Saturday. I want to thank everyone that's from Gene Jackson to Ed to P3 Radio crew. Anybody that's helped us for day one, we uh, we we really wanted to keep doing this as long as one of us is alive or both of us are alive because we have so much fun doing it. 700 episodes there. That's a great milestone, Lance. I want to thank you. I want to thank my mom, my mama, uh, the <laughs> wife, everybody that's helped out behind the Duke, scenes with making designs. Duke. and Duke. Everybody, yeah. everybody for listening. Uh, I probably missed somebody. Rhino JB, Dustin Star. Thank yeah. you guys, man. Thanks for jumping on the train and helping out. Thanks for uh, listening. And at, maybe after seven hundred more episodes, uh, I actually am planning for for episode a thousand. What I'm going to do, uh, but I, I can't. I got a kayfabe everybody about it, so I'm kind of. That'll be, be a couple. I know it. That'll be a couple nude. more years. So. <laughs> All right, dude, tell them what we're doing. So, all right, it is the WTF News Desk for March of 2023. Not March. So, it is March of 2023. I misspelled it in the email to Brian. So, a little behind-the-scenes stuff there. So, we're going to start at number (laughs) 10 this time. I feel we'll start at 10. Just we'll, you know, break the rules a little bit. We'll start with the stipulation match for the month of March. So, we have a couple from Japan. I know that's going to come as a shock. So, this one really is meaningful and important to me. So this is the Baka Gaijin and Friends promotion. The name of the card was the Secret of the Ooze card. It was on March 7th. It was from the Shimo Katsuzawa Arena in front of a full house of 50 fans. So I don't know how many these this, this group draws, but they had 50 fans there. It was sold out. It is the WTF Tag Team Match. That was what it was called. So I saw this. I'm like, oh, this is... This is perfect. You know, we, I believe we co-promoted the event with them. We are now partners with Baka Gaijin. They are jumping on the WTF gravy train is what it appears because they wanted to name the match, the WTF tag team match. So I was thrilled when I saw it. I'm very happy to be in business with Baka Gaijin. So in this particular match, it was Brahmin Show and Brahmin Kai beating Drew Parker and Death Worm. So, apparently, in the match, Drew Parker accidentally hit Death Worm with a can of beer, and Worm got drunk. 
So I looked it up. Death worm is actually a guy in a costume. So it's not an actual worm. So I know it's shocking. Or CGI. It's not CGI. So worm gets hit with a beer can, gets drunk, and then the Brahmins double team him, and they hit him in the mouth with a wooden stake and a stop sign sign for the win. So the WTF tag match. Very proud of that. I'm happy to be working with them. We're co-promoting. We're going to get big in Japan because of this, I'm sure. So two other matches we got to talk about. We have Lingerie Mudo challenging a female Ooh. fan in the audience at, at another show. Uh, the fan, a female fan. So Lingerie Mudo challenges a female fan. The fan beats him not only in a test of strength, but also beats him in a match. So Lingerie Mudo going down, as it were. <laughs> and then finally, DDT Hollywood. DDT goes to Hollywood. It was March 30th in Los Angeles. Yoshihiko who is the blow doll, according to Brian, my partner here, Brian. Blow, blow doll. doll. Blow, blow doll. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the blow doll wins the Iron Man heavy, heavy metal weight title, beating Chris Brooks with three, count them three, Canadian destroyers. So the blow doll gave the wrestler three Canadian destroyers to win the match. So congratulations to the blow doll at number 10. I saw some other scenes from that DDT show, and I, I actually haven't pulled up to watch uh, but I haven't watched it yet. There was oh, some really? anal play in that too. Just to let you know, some anal. Play. Oh, just yeah, yeah. I'm not going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We do appreciate uh, the sponsorship with, and, and it shows you we, you know, we're worldwide guys. As I said, 22 different countries yeah. uh, there with the uh, with the WTF tag team match. We're gonna have more matches and, and more interesting right. stuff, especially with the uh, with the promotion like DDT. I think uh, Lance and I can come up with all kinds of fun stuff with the blow dial. So, what you think, yeah, Lance? For sure. We got Yoshi, <laughs> Yoshihiko and the blo- Yoshihiko the blow doll. <laughs> so I'm not. So all right, at number nine, we got Brad Maddox is addicted to sex and porn. In other news, grass is green. <laughs> so du- WWE bust out Brad Maddox, more known for banging Paige with uh, Xavier Woods, if I recall correctly. So he was on the Rip Rogers Everybody Has a Podcast podcast, as I like to call it. Uh, he said he had a porn addiction. And it became a sex addiction, and that it became mind-consuming, according to Brad Maddox. It derailed his career as a referee. He had <laughs> sex he, is mind-consuming. I just want you to know that. So I don't know what this means, but he said he had to start carrying a walkie-talkie. I'm like, okay, what? Man, what does that have to do with anything? But anyway, so he couldn't concentrate on his referee job. He had to start carrying a walkie-talkie. He was fired in w- by WWE in 2015 because he called the crowd cocky pricks and vince got mad and so he fired him so brad that was i remember that was the the only reason given that that's why he was fired and he he was not only in the porno he was actually well known as the cameraman of the porno with Paige. so we do appreciate brad's work i hate that he wants to say he's addicted there's an addiction for everything uh but you know I think people have excuse. I know you can be addicted to porn. I'm not saying you can't, but I think that's how uh, people get out of stuff. Yeah, I, I, I was cheating. Yeah, I, because I was addicted to porn. I was addicted to sex. You're a I'm male. You, we understand. I'm saying, yeah, so. I'm saying you can't not be addicted to porn. <laughs> I, I will go on record with that. You can't not be addicted to porn and sex. So I don't know what this guy's claiming. So anyway, Brad Maddox at number nine. So, all right, at number eight, MJF is a heel. This is breaking news. Oh, my God. No, no. 
at the March 5th Revolution pay-per-view early in the Iron Man match with Brian uh, Danielson. MJF grabs a drink from a woman and he sprays it on a little kid in the audience. I saw this immediately and started cracking up. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Kid starts crying. Apparently, the story is that tequila burned his eyes. So there's some controversy whether it was tequila or whether it was water. The whole thing could be a work. Who knows? But anyway, nearby fans saw this and they saw the kid crying. So they started giving the kid their merch. Uh, Amanda Huber, the mother of Negative One, who he might be one now at this point. I don't know if he's still (laughs) Negative One. But Amanda Huber, of course, has to step in. She brings them backstage, gives them free tickets to hopefully quell the whole situation. Uh, MJF is scolded by Tony Khan for being a heel, basically. So I hope, I really do hope MJF responded with, my bad, you know, and got out. I hope that's what he did, too, because that's so stupid. He's a heel. That's what they do. Now, was it, it, I do understand because it was tequila, him not knowing that's what it was. He probably thought it was soda or something. So what was the kid, why was the, I guess the, uh, the kid had, was drinking tequila. So I hate that he's already got a drinking problem, but yeah, MJF being a a sex addict and a porn addict too, while we're at it. Man, the things that uh, they, they used to do uh, in this area as a heel and would not, man, it's just not PC these days. Wasn't PC back then probably, but man, they wouldn't get away with it now, but throwing a drink. Come on guys. Come on. Give me a break. Relax, Relax. TK a little bit over the top. So, all right, at number seven, WWE wants to legitimize gambling, legalize, I'm sorry, legalize gambling on WWE. So they want to work with DraftKings and other legal betting sites to encourage fans to bet on scripted outcomes, you know. So the key would be that nobody, including the the talent in the ring, would be able to know the outcomes in advance, which, so there would be no leaks, you know, they this would pretty much kill any kind of long-term storytelling, you know, which they just have been in the middle of a great long-term story, and they wouldn't be able to do this kind of stuff because it would get out and, you know, the, the talent in the ring would know what the outcomes are going to be. So WWE says if the Oscars, if betting on the Oscars is legal, so should betting on wrestling should be legal. So they claim that they would be able to keep the results top secret. Uh, but my question is, what about injuries? You know, what about if there's other substitutions in the ring? You know, what about people who no-show if the betting is on a house show and somebody no-shows? It can't possibly work to bet on wrestling. So WWE wanting you to bet on wrestling at number seven. Here's You can bet on wrestling now. The difference is WWE's wanting to get in the bed with these people because they've seen the money that DraftKings gives to, to people uh, like uh, – Pat McAvee and, you know, all the other podcasts that they sponsor and they want to get to bed with them and they have all this stuff that they're going to do. Bullshit. They can't, they can't do that because exactly what you said, Lance, uh, injuries, you name it. So I say, I say, let it just continue and keep WWE out of it. They don't need to be part of their, of what's going on. Uh, there's probably always guesses about some of the lower, we've talked about a couple of, of fights that they thought uh, when it came to UFC that uh, was mm-hmm. fixed. And, and when it comes to wrestling being predetermined, it'd be hard to not think that somebody in the organizations, brothers, aunts, uncles, next door, neighbors, dogs, uh, cats, birds, friend yep. would win a bunch of money because they knew the outcome. So eh, 
thumbs down. I, I say no, don't do it. I got, I think everyone's going to laugh at them when they present the whole thing to yeah, everybody. No you want to do what? So, yeah, yeah. And I don't get the comparison with the Oscars. Like, how is that? Like, I don't well, know. it's the thing it's is, weird. no one knows the. But look at the, how many people when it comes to the Oscars compared to constantly. And what is going to happen is one of the winners going to trip, fall, break their head, and they won't get to win the Oscar. They're not, <laughs> you don't win the Oscar, yeah. you're injured. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Totally different. So all right, at number six, we have Nick Patrick. Too many chair shots department. So. <laughs> Former WCW ref Nick Patrick says that Vince, Vince McMahon, is secretly running AEW and that the rivalry between AEW and WWE is a work. Vince is behind every move, and Nick says, and I'm usually right on these things. So yep. he thinks he thinks that everything in WWE and AEW is orchestrated by Vince. So what I want to know is how does the Endeavor sale, you know, how does that change things? How does that affect this, Nick? So... Will the aliens then swoop in and take over AEW? Is that how it's going to go, Nick? So, and is TK behind a grassy knoll? So, what I want to—I want answers from Nick Patrick. I need to know about the grassy knoll and the tinfoil hat he's probably wearing. So, Nick Patrick at number six. Didn't we at one time there was a big deal where they everyone uh, conspiracy was that uh, Vince was running WCW or vice versa yeah. at one time, yeah. and then it's. I, I've heard Eric Bischoff say something funny that uh, Eric was that Vince was running it and running. You know, he blamed it on Vince. It was just a joke, but but uh, yeah, and I I mean, this came out of talk about something comes out of left field. Yeah. What the hell? Yep, Vince, y'all. I want y'all to know that Vince is running. No, no. You know why they're not running is because there's no storylines hardly in uh, AEW, and they're at least doing those. Uh, Vince is least doing those uh and how it wasn't there like at monday night raw monday night so maybe he's not going to be there all i love the, now. i love the arrogance too when nick patrick says and i'm usually right about well i'm usually things. right oh, well you know, maybe, i'm always right about the man on the moon was fake and you know the maybe the we can uh, we can get nick on here to tell us some other stuff that uh, happened in wrestling that we had no idea about who shot so. jfk nick patrick that's what i need right 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 <laughs> All right, man. We're gonna take a. If you're watching, listening to this, if you're watching, listening, if you're watching, ugh, if you're listening to this on the main I'm feed, watching. there's gonna be a commercial break, and then we're gonna talk about ArizonaBayCoffee.com. Order morning shiznit, and if you're not, if you're watching the video anywhere, you won't get a commercial break. All right, and we'll be back with five, four, three, two, and one. like to welcome ArizonaBayCoffee.com. That's ArizonaBayCoffee.com as a sponsor of Shooting the Shiznit. That's right. We now have a coffee blend. A coffee blend on ArizonaBayCoffee.com. Morning Shiznit is a medium roast coffee that is designed to get you up and moving early in the morning. That's right. Before you do anything else, you will need your morning shiznit. After the first cup or your last cup of the day, remember that you make sure to say, Love my mama. 
Go to ArizonaBayCoffee.com today. Free shipping to all listeners at stspod.club. Are you enjoying the episode? Well, Cash App us. That's right. Dollar sign BTSTS. You don't have Cash App? Download it and get $5. That's right. $5. That's dollar sign BTSTS. Dollar sign BTSTS. Our Uber Eats code Eats Dash Brian T two four seven nine O U E. That's Eats Dash Brian T two four seven nine zero U E. Use that code and get twenty dollars off a twenty five dollar order. Mysterious production. Ooh, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Spunk Lube. Spunk Lube is the perfect blend of water and silicone. It is an all-purpose personal lubricant that can be used for any occasion. You will love the natural feeling and look of it. It is safe for sensitive skin. Go to spunklube.com and tell them shooting the shiznit safe. All right, we're back. Couple things. Reminder Ooh. if you join Patreon, you'll get we have three things now. We have honorable mentions, Lance does Meltzer's typos, and I will do BT's well, BT Trolls. That's right. Trizzles, BT Trolls <laughs> on YouTube. You will love this. I challenge all of you to go to our YouTube page and comment on the videos. We'll use them right here. You can say anything you want. You can say BT's handsome, uh, Lance is pretty, whatever you want to do. So there you go. Uh, I want to also put over, I was on Rubberneckers. Uh, It is a comedy podcast uh, episode dropped on Monday. Go and search Rubberneckers. That's just Rubberneckers uh, in your podcast catcher. (laughs) It's a comedy podcast. I tried to be funny, but, you know, I'm really not funny. Uh, I did a lot of uh, clearing my throat is what you'll probably hear from me. Uh, Totally different me, Lance. uh, We did talk about wrestling a little bit, but I revealed some stuff that I I don't think I've ever talked about on here. So it's if you like uh, you like a twisted sense of humor, I recommend you joining uh, me. John and uh, Jody B, we it was about an hour and a half, believe it or not. It went by really fast, and it was it was fun, real fun. Rubber rubberneckers, almost as long as those Brian Last shows that we like. Oh God, no, that was three hours and a half or <laughs> oh, something. I had to fast forward here, okay. my part. Yeah. Uh, all right, look, we're gonna do five, four, three, two, one. Go at it, man. So at number five, it's where we always are at number five. It's smut time. It's social media uproar time. So we have Riho getting bullied. We have Liv becomes a meme, and we have D- DMD versus MJF, baby, and we have CM Punk versus Dave Meltzer. So we're going to start with Riho. 
Riho becoming a major target of online shitheads. So basically, she had to kill her Twitter. We hear this all the time. People having to drop their social media, killing their Twitter, and so on. So all these jerks and racists coming after Riho. I don't know why. what the connection is there, What the why she's such a target. So this guy who's a friend of Meltzer's asks fans to send Riho messages to him of support so he can assemble it, give her a card, show her support. But then the anti-Riho forces once again mobilize, and they ruin that too. So I just, I don't get it. It's so dumb to me that there's so much hate for Riho. But anyway, I don't get it. But anyway, the next one is Liv Morgan becoming a meme. So at a New York Knicks game, uh, New York Knicks and Charlotte Hornets, the game was on March 7th. Video surfaces of Liv Morgan bored as hell. While this guy is just basically <laughs> nonstop mansplaining something to her. And she's just like staring into space. She could care less. You know, this whole clip goes viral. Uh, her just staring aimlessly. So this is a new definition of, dude, she's just not interested in you. So No, uh, it, it really was. It was, uh, that was one of the guys that works for the WWE. Yep. And he, she went through and said she apologized to yeah. him and everything. It was almost like, well, it's almost like if you were sitting next to me running your mouth like you probably would, I would be ignoring you too. Lance, looking probably. into space so he was yeah, the yeah. vice president of live events justin scalise and they were at the game like you said they were at the game uh you're you could care less i can tell so they were at the game for <laughs> wwe business and promoting the madison square garden car. fun fun clip so, fun clip yeah it was a great clip and and funny to see so and then dmd takes on mjf so Britt baker says she doesn't like hearing about mjf's weird stories from his youth and he replies Keep your girl in check, baby. And then Britt, with the final burn, I know you like burns, Britt says, worry about your own girl, dot, dot, dot. Oh, wait, shit. In reference to MJF's fiance dumping him. So some good back and forth between MJF and DMD. And then finally, we have CM Punk versus Dave Meltzer. This was a, a story that was under my radar a little bit, so I'm going to let you cover this one, Mr. BT. I sent you something, too, that I think fits in the smut, but we didn't include it, so I'm going to go ahead and... What about the Marty Jannetty thing? Did you not say anything about that? I did not see that. Which one was it? Oh, wait. I sent you a picture. Yeah, I sent you... Yeah, I I did see that. I'll let... Go ahead, cover that one. That one. All right, all right. That fits in smut, right? Uh, Let me... Riho, let me say one thing. I'm not a fan of her as a wrestler, and I I said something, it reminded me on Rubberneckers that I talked about, it's okay, guys, to to make jokes. I make jokes about her her uh, size and all of that. By the way, her and Hater had a hell of a match uh, on Dynamite last yep. week. Yep. Uh, but I make fun of her size and everything. It's not okay to be putting the things that you've been putting up. It, it just to make you a wrestling fan and you saying the things that you said. Even Brian Lass and Jim Cornette claims to have not said anything about this, but apparently um, they had said something about that that she is Kenny Omega's girlfriend. He keeps her locked up. I don't know. Just stupid shit. Y'all yeah. leave the girl alone. I mean, I can make fun of her for being small, but I'm not. I'm not bullying her. I'm just. I would never yeah. bully her. I uh, mean, it's one thing to criticize the wrestling 
or the you know the in ring possibly, but don't make fun of the fact that she's Japanese and don't make you know no racist bullshit. That's just stupid and terrible. yeah, none of that makes it. No, no, I just uh, uh, first of all, Marty Janetti, this is going to be big news, Lance, and, and that's why I need we need to cover it. Marty Janetti mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that every he you know he does fun stuff on his Facebook. He says, "Hey, I'm only posting this because I just got asked again." If Sean and I ever had sex. So just truth is, he said he don't love Dick. He doubt he did. That's Same. why the gay community called him potentially the pitcher, not the catcher. And he said something about Pat Patterson and all silly jokes aside. He likes the ladies. Ask my neighbor Same. girls. Ask his neighbor. So that's been cleared up. Him and Sean did not sleep together. Was there speculation about that? Like, who ever thought that? Like, <laughs> Apparently kind of it's like, something that he's mm, been asked a lot. Mm, so, yeah. Very weird. Uh, I would have suspect the, the fabs more if you look at all those old photographs that Cornette yeah. used to take of them. What the yeah, hell? Yeah. What are y'all doing? Yeah. Uh, then we had, here's funny thing. If you go to the newest observer, and I know you won't get it. You Couple won't weeks. get it from the Pony Express. Yeah. Until about six weeks. Uh, I'll have it by June. I'll have it in June. Uh, Meltzer on his... Okay, so we're negotiating, Punk is. He's talking to Tony Khan. And we think we may have all this stuff cleared up. This is the bunny part for me. So Dave talks about a big story happened. They were Everything was going good and all this stuff. And then... Punk went off uh, on Tony Khan, John Moxley. He says, myself and Chris Jericho, which is immediately uh, took down, which many people saw it. But what happened that made everyone mad or started this, and I'm going to call Meltzer a troublemaker, and, and probably Bix's band was a tattletale on this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, – he he actually put on the news board, which I don't I don't ever even look at the message board there. But he had put on that they didn't advertise Punk versus Moxley longer uh, because Punk agreed to it. Then a and then AEW got a legal letter letter saying he wasn't down with it and wasn't doing it, and they didn't know if he'd come until Tony put his foot down. So apparently he said that just out of the blue. Just said, okay, so that screwed up all the negotiations. Uh, Moxley, I did this on the Shiznit Minute uh, where Moxley went in and talked about he's been at a lot of places. But, man, AEW is fucked up backstage, which I thought was one of the hilarious things about the whole thing. I hope Punk Punk pretty much called uh, called Jericho Meltzer Stooge. So that, I thought that was hilarious, too. Uh, and, and how do you think Dave gets all his information, guys? He's always had people on the inside, just like regular newspaper have people that gives him what's going on in baseball, football, you name it. Uh, I, for some reason, they're called stooges, and I was known as the Memphis Stooge, so they're stooges in wrestling. So uh, that was the Meltzer story. Meltzer causes shit, and Punk will never be in AEW because of Meltzer now. No, I don't know. And- Bix's span is a good-looking man. That is a good-looking man, but he's a tattletale. <laughs> and, oh, right. we need to go ahead. Since we're talking about Bix's span, I want to share some information. Uh-huh. I want to know, I want y'all to know that that he actually put something up. Uh, all microwaves are made. 
are made in the same factory in the same country. Just no. so everybody knows. No way. Yes. This is Lance. Yes. I'm breaking sorry. news. I'm sorry. Breaking news. Breaking news. And very important stuff. So is Penny okay, by the way? So, Holly, whatever uh, her name is. Shout out. Shout out to Holly. I hope you're doing good, Holly. Holly, Holly hope you're doing better. So all right. At number four, it's our K-Bay, crime blotter. K-Bay. We might have a half an hour crime blotter. We got so much to cover. Oh, so God. Crime blotter at number four. We have Wardlow gets robbed, literally. We have Davey, Davey Richards is innocent, but retires anyway. What is femicide? And my guy Cody is a criminal. And Mons Venus making the news. So we've got so many co- stories to cover here. So AEW dark irrelevant star Wardlow, former star Wardlow, I should say, has his rental car broken into on March 7th. Thieves steal his gear and his newly won TNT title belt. So he had beaten Samoa Joe for the title two days earlier, but then he loses the belt to Hobbs the next day. So I think that was TK punishing him for being a doofus and letting this car get broken into and losing the title, physically losing the title. Then on top of it, they try to turn it into a weird angle with this even less relevant Aaron Solo that he broke into the car and stole the stuff. So anyway, just the thing about it is, is that they waited too long. Like as soon as this happened, you start turning it into an angle. Uh, They didn't even do that. They waited a whole 10 days before they said, oh, yeah, let's. uh, By the way, let's make it an angle. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, God, come on. It had to be punishment to take the title off of him two days. No, he was losing anyway, and it don't make any sense either. So. All of it. So, all right. Then we have the weird saga of Davy Richards. So, screenshot surface of accusations against Davy Richards on domestic battery charges, cocaine usage. He denies all of it. And he says his wife got a black eye in martial arts training, which is common. And to which I say, you know, it's the big wink on that one because she got the black eye from martial arts training. But anyway, he says it's common that that happens in martial arts. But hey, I'm going to retire from wrestling anyway, just because. So I'm like, huh? What is that? What kind of sense does that make? You're innocent of all these charges, but you're just going to retire anyway, nonetheless. So MLW, other groups had dropped him. Um, I assumed when I saw that it was his wife that it was Angelina Love, but it turns out they divorced in 2017. So he says no charges were filed. He's innocent, which for him to say no charges are filed is like the equivalent of a racist saying, oh, I have a lot of black friends. That's, you know, pretty much the same thing as far as I'm concerned. So, just I do. very strange story. Uh, <laughs> we know you do, you and Mama. So, we know that, you know, th- there's obviously no laughing matter about domestic violence, but I just think that there's way more to the story than meets the eye or the black. I think there well. is, and I hate to say this because I, I, I hate people just to run to judgment, and that's what we do in the snowflake society. Uh, I really see it wherever, you know, proven you, you got to go. There's something there. MLW would not have dropped him. All these people would not have dropped him yeah. if there wasn't anything there. And then he came back before the month was over saying he may come back to wrestling. So I, I don't know. He's unretired, as it were. Yeah, so, yeah. All right. Then we have the word femicide added to our vocabularies this month. So CMLL Stephanie Vaquer, I think that's how it's pronounced, files charges again of domestic violence against triple A wrestler Quatrero over a fight that occurred on March 2nd. Uh, he's arrested on March 10th. He's charged with attempted femicide, which I had never seen that word before. So it is the murder or attempted murder of a woman with gender-related motivation. 
And I'm like, why does that need a name? Like, why do we have? Yeah, uh, it's that, really is, strange. Is I don't murder, I, not murder. I mean, is homicide's homicide. homicide. Hom- yeah, yeah but homicide is homicide. Why does it? The need thing to be is, yeah, it's charged. Like it's like domestic violence, and it's a charge that uh, that if I was going after her, but and and it's this big fight, and I'm saying, you fucking bitch, you. You know, it's all about her being a woman, and and women s- suck, and I'm killing you. It's it's all because about you're a woman. But because you're a woman, it has nothing to do with anything. But I think it's I think that's weird. Uh, it, and I think it was introduced. All of a sudden, Meltzer uses it, and then I seen it on I'm all sorry. the other news sites. By the way, well, it's uh, because wonder he where they got it, that. At. So everybody else was got copying it. it. So yeah, exactly. So does it's like. Is there a different name for murder when it's a little person or when it's like an Italian guy or when it's your aunt? Are there different are there gonna be different murder names for these things too? Do they all need Mitchell names? S- midget side is what it is, midget side. It's dwarf dwarficide. So it sounds like this guy was bad news. He has a history of this kind of domestic stuff. He allegedly blew up with her talking to other men, so we've heard stories like that before. Uh anyway, hopefully the attempted femicide is is cleared up and he gets charged rightfully. So finally, we have Cody Rhodes admitting to watching AEW's Revolution on a pirated feed. So how how can he not afford it? Come on, he's got megabucks. He doesn't need a pirated feed. So I'm thinking this is why, by him admitting that he watched it and watched it illegally, that this is why Vince fucked him over at WrestleMania. So I am having please shut up about fucking him over. I'm reevaluating my fandom of Cody Rhodes at this point because he pirated the feed. So and yeah, finally, you need to reevaluate uh, your your everybody in your life, Lance. Everybody in your <laughs> life has done something pirated except for you. So sit over there with your so, little uh, halo. So go ahead. <laughs> he said he right. watched and, uh, he watched uh, Starks match, didn't he? Is that what he watched? Or, yeah, or he was it? with Starks? Yeah, yeah, funny. yeah. So, but then finally, we're ending our crime blotter with, as you coined it, a feel-good story. We have Manny Resto, a former wrestler, 55. He's a bouncer at the world-famous Mons Venus Strip Club in Tampa. He stops a gunman from coming in the club on March 19th, trying to enter Mons Venus, the world-famous Mons Venus, which Dave referred to as somewhat legendary. I'm like, yeah, that's the <laughs> understatement of the year. Mons Venus, where all the wrestlers hang out. We hung out when we were in Tampa. Legendary place. Not somewhat, just purely legendary. So one Michael Rudman tries to enter at 1.15 in the morning. You know, nothing happens good at 1.15 in the morning. He's wearing a devil mask. He's got a gun. And this um, Manny Resto wrestles him to the ground, gets the gun away from him, and becomes a hero because he saved so many lives that could have been lost here. The place was packed. There were over 200 people in the club that night. And then Jesus. when they arrested the guy, they said he had nine knives and uh, more ammo in his car. So feel-good story of the month, Manny Resto saving the day at Mons Venus. In our I just want to say, for the record, I was a good Christian boy, and I never showed up at that strip club like all you heathens did back all in the us, day. Yeah, that's right. But there was, there's always a story about it, and I remember, I, I, for some reason, all of a sudden, and I can't remember the name of his newsletter, but the, Matthew Mullins, was that his name? He uh, did, uh, did a Mullins? really... Wasn't it Jeff? 
Jeff Mullins, maybe, yeah, Matthew Mullins was uh, someone else. Uh, uh, Jeff Mullins, he did the – man, what a weird guy. Jeff Mullins, yeah. if you're out there in the live, we want to talk to you. Uh, he did stories about Mon Venus all the time. It was just really funny. And we we did fanzines back in the day, and he had one of the oddest – we. Lance did something totally different than everybody yeah. did. I did something totally so that we wouldn't get in that because we couldn't do news like Meltzer. We were smart enough. But this yeah. guy, whoo, he was out yeah. left field and he yeah. did all of it. He actually had a feud with himself one time. <laughs> there was like characters, like he made up characters like Juby J. Mullins and things yes, like that. Yes, and they was- were fighting one time. This guy <laughs> sent in an email, uh, message and he was having a feud with him and we come to find out someone told me that it was the same person. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Jeff Mullins. I hope what was the name of them? I don't it was was it no, Gag was Zinger. Grunt and Groan, that, that was yeah. Zinger. I can't remember what his was called. But that, yeah, I mean, there. Gag did, Zinger did his own uh, totally yeah. different. I can't remember. It's an easy it's an easy one, too, and I can't yeah. remember the name of but it. But so. if you're out there, Jeff Mullins, we do like you. We like you a lot. We loved your stuff back then. It was crazy and out there, but I definitely appreciate it. You were a really Love to talk so about if it. If you're listening, yeah, for sure. Look us up and come on the show because you're a really cool dude. And out there and weird, but I'm sure you'll be the first to admit that. So, all right. <laughs> At number three, we have Tony Khan has a big announcement for the 712th time. So the big announcement this time is that Soraya is being fined. Soraya, Soraya, whatever. I could just call her Paige, right, to make it Paige, easier. call her Paige. You're an yeah. insider. Yeah, I'm an insider. So Paige is being fined for using the word twat on live TV. So she's fined an undisclosed amount for the slip on the March 15th Dynamite. But the word shit is fine because they use that constantly. And, of course, blading happens weekly. So it's a just a weird double standard, you know, that Paige gets fined for twat. That And I thought when hey, she said there's it, like, levels, yeah. I think there's levels of cuss words, Lance. Okay, if I, call, if I call a woman a bitch, that's bad. But if I call her a cunt... No, femicide is bad. Calling that's a woman worse. A bitch, cunt, ain't cunt okay. worse is cunt worse than than bitch. I don't know I think if a lot of people even know what twat means. I think that could. And, you know, did you hear her explanation? They didn't make a big deal about it. She said that that is common in her country that they yep. call everyone twat, and it's not considered a big deal. Uh, and and you were joking about the big announcement, but I saw a th- something on Twitter. He's made twenty over twenty big announcements. By the way. <laughs> Yeah, Since I mean, it started. So the big announcements, I was wrapping it up with, they mean less and less the way they keep happening. So I think at the next one, it's going to be, I broke a nail and I muscled through it. That's the big announcement. <laughs> I broke a nail and I muscled through it, says Tony Khan. So yeah, the the major, it's the uh, the law of diminishing returns, the more he does these big announcements, you know. So, But Paige getting in trouble at number three. So, all right, at number two. Vince grows a mustache and the IWC loses its shit. So pictures surface of Vince McMahon with a sporting a pencil thin mustache a la John Waters. I think that was the bust. No, that was the perfect. No one even knows who John Waters is, but me and you, I think. So So there you go. So I, to which I say that Vince grew a mustache. Who the fuck cares? Imagine if he grew a beard. Like people losing their fucking minds if Vince grew a beard. 
you know. So, oh yeah, and by the way, he also reimbursed the WWE $17.4 million for the investigation costs into the sex charges against him. So I am assuming that that had to take place before the sale to Endeavor because the sale wasn't going to go through unless Vince reimbursed them for all the money that was spent on investigating the, himself. So it had to probably get done. So I'm looking forward to the merge with the merger with the with uh, UFC because there'll be a whole new cast of women for Vince to harass and annoy. <laughs> so I want to see Vince harass Misha Tate and Misha Tate just like kicks his ass, you know. So oh, yeah. Vince, Vince growing a mustache at number two. I think it was such a big deal is because he's never had one. Even back in the day, we've never seen anyone. And then what even made it worse is that he used, and I bought this, I bought this just for that. Let me see. It's called, it's called Just For Men. Right there. Oh, there we go. The day, just for one day. One day I died. Could, I was going right. to be like Vince, but he colored his hair black. And also, his mustache is real, real black. So it even made it funny. You saying John Waters, who had a, a, a always a pencil mustache, is yeah. what I I think Vince might have been. It's what I call a pencil mustache, real thin must mustache. But Waters was. Uh, and, and my question to you is, who and, and people that know who John Waters is, is Vince or John Waters uh, more of a freak? Is just think about that. We you know. At least, at least Waters uh, kept all his stuff uh, under wraps and didn't have to pay a bunch of money. So there you go. Yeah, I, it's, uh, it's almost a toss-up. Toss John Waters and Vince. That's a toss-up. Go out and look for John Waters movies and try to watch them all in, in one Esther. setting. You will Holly be Esther. you'll be a little shocked. So yeah, let me say that out there. So all right, <laughs> we are at the top story of the month. So we have at number one, Rick Steiner cancels himself. So the delightful Giselle Shaw, and I can say delightful because I met Giselle Shaw at uh, StarCast last summer. So she tweets from L.A. on March 31st. That she, so this one just got in under the radar, or under the wire, rather. That uh, It was right, yeah, it was on the last day of the month, and it, it's number one weekend. for a reason. Yeah. yeah, so she tweets from L.A. on March 31st that she was at a signing at WrestleCon and starts getting heckled, you're a man, you're a dude, you're a piece of trash, you're filth, and so on and so forth. She looks around, it turns out to be none other than Rick Steiner, you know, the Hall of Fame wrestler Rick Steiner. So other legends are also sitting around silently, not saying anything. So she posts the story, and I mean, we have to get this out there. She's transgender. transgender. Uh, she's beautiful, I'll say that. I'll go on record she right is. here. She is, beautiful lady, beautiful lady. She posts the story to help air out the hate and stand up for herself and to stand up for other transgender people that are dealing with this kind of bullshit. So she says that Impact as a promotion has been very supportive. Uh, and just all of her friends obviously came rushing to her aid on this on you know social media and I'm sure in person too. But my question, and I think we might have even talked about this, is how the hell does Rick Steiner save his career over this? How does he how does he save his name over this? I don't think he can. I don't I don't think there's any getting out of this one. Uh, you know, I really don't either. I don't think there's... He canceled. There's going to be someone that uses him, you know, uh, I want to say a redneck from Arkansas, but uh, <laughs> somebody is going to do this. Look, this is this goes back, and I talked about this on Rubberneckers, and I said there's some things I said on there that people might be surprised to know, but my middle child is trans. Uh, I have... 
I have my oldest child is gay. My my baby girl is gay. The the middle child is trans. And this this oh, I was so mad, pissed. Lance. Yeah, when I told this, you about this, you were pissed. Oh, this is one of those things where I I think I think you know the U.S. is right down the middle on it. I really think I are. There's three sections: it's people that hate the sex change in trans, people that love it. And the people that could care less. Now, the people that could care less are kind of supportive because me and you kind of fall in that category. Is we don't if you want if you want to be a man, if you want to be a woman, or you do what you want to do with with being you be safe. You. you be you. More to you, like you said, you know. And uh, uh, we try to keep the stuff. We we actually talked about something that happened uh, has already happened in April. Uh, on rubberneckers, but this really it it not only made me mad, but it just kind of hurt my feelings that there's still people. And I, you know what? I said this to, to the wife. I said I will defend Rick Steiner. Can say what he wants to say. I I mean it's his opinion. But you go into a bullying hate thing when you're yelling at across that. You know. I, I actually compared it. What if someone's yelling and screaming, there's BT, you're bald, you're fat, you're bald, you're fat, you're bald, you're fat. Well, that's that's kind of, you know, it's okay to say, thank it, but it, you're, you're, uh, you're saying stuff out loud. You should have kept your mouth shut. Uh, apparently, you know, Steiner, this is not the first time something like this has happened. In a sense, this first time it happened to trans. But uh, you hear from a lot of people in WCW said he was nothing but a bully. Uh, so a bully's always a bully, guys. He yeah. he, he don't change. Uh, he will not be at any shows. And I hate it for Braun, um, his son there, because, yeah. you know, there's all kinds of stuff that uh, – that he'll take now, not that they will hold it against him, but you can't bring in your dad. Your dad can't be here yeah. and stuff like that. But, you know, I just I, I, I'm glad Giselle stood up for herself and told everybody because you yeah. know what? That had to be tough to do. So it really did since Rick Steiner's such a legend. So, yeah. And it's like he, like I said, how do you get out of it? You cannot possibly say, I was drunk. I was drinking. I wasn't, you know. No, you no can't way. get out of that you one. Can't no, get no, out no. of it with a, that's about the only thing I could even come up with it and that's not going to work either and to your point about braun i know it's obviously a coincidence the story broke the day he lost the nxt title i'm like yeah he was you know, yeah yeah they, he was going to lose it anyway because they're probably yeah, going to yeah. call him up to the but all the yeah all but the controversy the funny thing is the timing is that of course you yeah, know they yeah. took the title off of him because of this whole story with his dad so i will say you know what was interesting, I thought about it, and like I said, I got to I met Giselle at Starcast, and she was great. She was fun to talk to, just a really fun person. And um, it occurred to me after, and you and I hadn't even talked about this. Rick Steiner was there, like at Starcast. We saw Rick Steiner there, not too far away. So I mean, the same thing could have happened in our presence when we were down there in Nashville. Um, and that was when John went into the bathroom and ended up at a urinal next to Rick Steiner. So little known fact. Well, so, oh, but, yeah, but so, it wasn't like standing it, right there to Billy Gunn. <laughs> Billy Gunn, that's right. He's a large man. Woo, Rick Steiner, not, a, not quite as large. It is so, a big... I remember but, seeing Austin Gunn and Billy standing next to each other, and we made fun of Austin because he was so much smaller than his dad. His dad but then, yeah. as we as the day went on, 
everyone was kind of, there was a few guys a little bigger than us. I thought the blue mini was bigger than I thought, uh, was a bigger guy, but man, Billy Gunn was real. I mean, it was like a big man. 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 All right, guys, we're going to Patreon here. Uh, we're going to do Arnibles. So there's some extras. We're going to do Trizoles, BT and his Mm -hmm. Trizoles. And we're going to do Meltzer. Uh, what is this? Meltzer errors. Yeah. Typos. Yeah. Typos. I love this. I got a typo if you didn't get it too. So, all right, guys, thank you. Same bad time, same bad channel on the best little wrestling podcast in the business. Be there. And as everyone knows, I love my mama. And as everyone knows, I love his mama too. And I have fun everywhere I go. We are Memphis Wrestling. Join us live April 16th. Memphis Wrestling goes all elite. AEW coach and wrestling legend Jerry Lynn is coming to Memphis Wrestling. Plus, it's the return of James Ellsworth. Reserve your seat today, Saturday, April 29th. Memphis Wrestling tag teams with the Strayhorn Band Boosters for a huge fundraiser benefiting the Strayhorn Band. Catch the gun show. Mackenzie Morgan. Derek King, Knicks, The Boz, and more. Friday, May 5th, Memphis Wrestling is headed to West Carroll High School, benefiting the football squad. Sunday, May 7th, Memphis Wrestling is live at the Wrestle Center for live television taping. All tickets are on sale now. Get yours right now at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. episode is also brought to you by spunkloop.com remember when you're getting funky like a monkey if you know what i mean use spunky that's right go to www.spunkloop.com and tell them sts pod sent you want the best you got the best the best little wrestling podcast in the business all episodes on www.stspod.club did you enjoy that episode cash app us at dollar sign btsts if you've never downloaded the cash app app Download it today. You'll get a free, that's right, a free $5 for using the code dollar sign BTSTS. That's dollar sign BTSTS. was another great episode of Shooting the Shiznet. Thank you for listening and thank you to all our sponsors. A big shout out to Bob McGee at Pro Wrestling's Between the Sheets. Remember, you can reach us on Twitter at Comic Book Mark BT, Instagram at BT Shooting the Shiznet. That's right, Shooting the Shiznet without a G. Facebook Shooting the Shiznet and Facebook Cool Kids Wrestling and MMA Talk. If we don't like you in that group, first you have to ask to get in. If we don't like you, we'll kick you out. All the episodes are at one place, and that's www.stspod.club. Podcast Roll Call. Who's Right Podcast. Homeboys Podcast. D3 Radio, my buddies Richard Josh. My World with Conrad Thompson and my friend Jeff Derrick. 
Lance's favorite include Nickology, Rock Solid, Playlist Wars, I'm Bad Podcast. Hey guys, remember, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars.